the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hold on now. No, no, no. We are here. I know. It's nothing pre-recorded. We're not pre-recorded. No, there's nothing pre-recorded. No. Not one thing pre-recorded. What the heck? No. Hey, um, I've been thinking about this. Uh, this happens at my house increasingly. Uh, and you just did it, which made me think about it. Mm-hmm. You walked in here talking to yourself. <laughs> Why are you... Right? You talk... Now, I'm just saying, because here's here's the deal. Now, there is... Let me just break in and say there is no line what? between what is discussed on the air and off the air. Well, I... I mean, I walk in being my normal self, yeah. and all of a sudden now it's it going w- out to 50,000 like, you know, people. It wasn't like, you you didn't toot or anything. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. You're just talking to yourself, which makes well, me think. Well, that's a relief. I mean, all the time in my I Could live with two people, worse. my wife and my son. They are extremely interested in just talking to themselves. So I'm like Robert De Niro because I'm sitting there going, you talking to me? You t- <laughs> you're talking to me? and Because right. I never know who they're talking to. Whether it's me and I, you know, need to respond to something, or they're just having a conversation with themselves, which I don't mind. It's just a little confusing. Is it so? I should have come in the door and made it clear that I wasn't speaking. Well, to you. I just sat up straighter because I, you were saying something to me, and, I, and then I realized you weren't saying something to me. You were just talking to yourself. Right. And I went, and then I started I started uh, dissing myself because I realized that I had left what I needed on my the desk. other side. Uh-huh. How about that? Uh, I often do that. Do you well, do that? Leaving your stuff in one no, place? No, diss yourself out loud. It's which like, is it's it's oh, it's in my head like a constant reel to reel. I know, mine too. It's like eating poison. It right? is. It's ridiculous. Hey, John. <laughs> yeah, but that talking out loud thing. Yeah, you talking know. to me? You yeah. talking, no, I'm just talking out loud. Okay, <laughs> just wanted to make sure there because I was I missing heard, something. I've heard that that means you're psychologically healthy. Okay. <laughs> Pardon right. me, if you're talking to yourself. Who says that? The American Psychiatric Association? <laughs> Maybe. I don't think so. No, I've heard that. Some guy from no, some university that. in Cayman well, Islands all I'm saying. is what that is. Okay. All I'm saying is I've heard that. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. Well, you're healthy. I know you're. You are. What do you say? Think right, act, act right, right, feel, feel right. right. Dr. I, Bruce Bickle taught thank you, me Bruce. that. Thank you, Dr. Mm-hmm. Bickle. Very nice indeed. Yes. All right. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show here today. Kath, uh, what time is it? Uh, it's time for me to tell you. Tell me Your what? weekend has begun. Fabulous. It's uh, seven minutes. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Seven minutes past the four o'clock hour on a lovely Friday afternoon, I might add. Lovely. And we're happy that you're with us. We got ourselves a jam-packed show. We do. We really do. Uh, and I wish I could tell you about it, except that I am having trouble pulling it up on my phone. Because you were talking to yourself. Yeah, I was. Okay, just saying. I was thinking about something else. Yeah. Hey, today is a National uh, Water Balloon Day. Really? Yeah. What, what happens on National Water Balloon Day? What do you think? People get hit by water balloons. It, what? No, in our house, that was like a, it was like a sacred day in some ways. Because you, you have boys. Who doesn't love a water balloon when you got boys? We used to like tie We used to, out by the hose, I had a special attachment out on the outside hose. Yeah. And you'd fill up literally... 
a hundred or more water balloons. Oh my gosh! In big in big tubs. Really? And then you'd stand, you know, one portion of the yard. That's where you had your own place, and we'd run around and just crush each other with water balloons. Mm-hmm. See, now I have to be honest with you. Never a single time did I fill up water balloons for my daughters. Yeah, not like not yeah, one time. Right. That never ever happened. Right. Well, it's just you that's know, just different. Just how it is. Yeah. It's there, different. There's a story here. Last uh, last month, there was a young ten year old girl. This is weird. Uh, there's a town in Long Island that is part of their Fourth of July parade festivities. This has been a long-standing tradition in this town. They encourage you. They encourage people to throw water balloons at kids. I'm sorry, to throw water balloons at politicians. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. So there's a there's a an, that's a, so funny. Oh, it's great. So there's a video a couple weeks ago. This ten-year-old girl, her dad was filming. You know. And she launches a water balloon. They said it was 100 feet away, squarely in the back of this politician's head. Of course, he was expect, you know, wasn't expecting that, but he was expecting to get hit. He rubs the back of his head. The Yankees invited her to a game where she threw out the first pitch. That is so good. Isn't that cool? That is ri- See, that's a perfect, yeah. most excellent use of the Internet. Mm-hmm. That's the water balloon. That's yeah. really funny. Very nice indeed. All right, coming up on today's program. Oh, there we see, go. I do have some things. In yeah. the five o'clock hour, we're going to talk about Barbenheimer. All right. We what talked about this said, a little bit yesterday. Yeah, what it says, but we're not going to talk about the movie like we did yes, the movies like right. we did yesterday. Today we're going to talk about what the phenomenon says about our need for shared experience. Communal. Right. So every Wednesday morning when I was a little kid, everybody would be talking about happy days in Laverne and Shirley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are very few shared experiences anymore. What if, Everything has become specialized, yeah. segmented. Here's my niche. Anyway, so we're going to talk about that uh, with Doug Bursch. Also in the 5 o'clock hour of the Week in Review, mm-hmm. which we're looking forward to. Um, in the 4 o'clock hour, we'll talk about uh, does where you live determine your personality? You Do mean you know, the street that I live in? No. Well, maybe. But I was thinking more the region. So, oh, that's a Midwestern thing. Oh, right, right. Or, oh, that must be a Northeastern thing. We've got a good friend who grew up in Wisconsin, but his family's originally from Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. And I often wonder about that. What yeah, how much like? of that is, yeah. how much of him is Rhode Island and how much of him is Wisconsin? It's, he's pure Wisconsin. He is from Wisconsin. Yeah. Who are we kidding me? Um, and we're excited to have Dr. Richard Mao with us. He is the distinguished uh, professor emeritus, former president of Fuller University, or mm-hmm. Fuller University, Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena. Very nice. Well, that's a heck of a lot, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, plus this or that comes up before 25. Good. And, of course, without further ado, because it is the top of the 4 o'clock hour, that would mean it's time now for the news stories, which are the uh, top four at four. It's Friday, August 4th, John. I like it. 2023. This time last week I was at the beach. Just saying. You like that better? I will. Happy to be here, but sure love the beach. We're happy to have you. Are we done now? Should I come Sorry, along? Give us the news. I'm done editorializing <laughs> my personal life. I mean, for goodness sake. Wait, talk to me, but talk out loud, not your thoughts. <laughs> Number one. Okay. Russian President Vladimir Putin's most prominent opponent was sentenced today to an additional 19 years behind. But this is so Horrible. What a sad outrageous. Story. I can't. A Russian judge delivered the guilty verdict and sentencing in the closed door trial, that should tell you one thing, mm. against Alexei Navalny in a courtroom inside the maximum security prison in Melikovo, about 145 miles east of Moscow, where Navalny has been serving his 11 and a half year sentence. Russian prosecutors had requested a 20-year prison term for the latest charges, which stemmed from his pro-democracy campaigns against the Putin regime. This is the guy that Putin poisoned. Right. 
Exactly, who survived. Mm-hmm. Remember, they landed. He was he was on his way out of the country, and then they landed the plane in Belarus and arrested right. him. Right. I mean, it's just it's it's one bizarre, tragic tale in this man's life mm-hmm. after another. Well, it's Putin. And somehow you can still follow him on Twitter. What? Wait, he's in, he's in prison with a Twitter account. Yes. I'm sorry, with an X account. That's another Don't you thing hate I've that had. That's from ABC News. Number two, Simone Biles will do something this weekend she hasn't done in two years. Compete in an elite gymnastics meet. Biles is a seven-time Olympic medalist and a 2016 Olympic individual all-around champ. She is scheduled to compete tomorrow at the 2023 U.S. Classic held in Hoffman Estates, Illinois. It'll mark the first time she's competed since 2021 when she withdrew from multiple events at the Tokyo Olympics. How old do you think Simone Biles is now? 26. I can't. That's exactly how is it is. How you know, did you know that? It'd be more interesting if they were throwing water balloons while they were doing the gymnastics. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. I could send her like a, uh, a DM Here's and a see suggestion. if she'd be interested in that. Be careful. Number three, uh, not many things can bring every facet of a community together to work as one, but in Lay Trobe, the Pittsburgh Steelers and students have inspired the effort. I'm reading here from today's trip. Friday Night Lights goes on tonight. Mm. After a three-year hiatus, fans and organizers have high hopes they'll get to see the Steelers practice under the lights at Lay Trobe Memorial Stadium, the event hosted by the Greater Lay Trobe School District. Listen, uh, I... It sounds like it might rain. Ooh. I sure hope it doesn't. It was a because, rain out last year. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's been three years since they've done it. My sister was there this past week. She said, man, was it hot. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, I bet she baked. Mm. And number four, weird animal story for you. The 2023 Florida Python Challenge kicked off today, mm. and hundreds of participants are expected to flock to the Everglades to hunt the invasive species. And that is your top four. At four. What? Uh, so like a deer hunting season? Yep. Is a python? Yeah, large really? Burmese pythons. This is an effort to curb their population. Okay. That's... The hunter who captures the most gets a $10,000 prize. Wow. Uh-huh. The most, like multiple pythons. You can find multiple pythons. Right, exactly. Really? What if you um, like get a pair of boots? You mean Audi from your python? Yeah. I was going to say that seems mean, but you are already. What do you mean it. they do yeah, say? Yeah, no, you're right. right, right. You're right, right. Uh, the longest python captured in last year's challenge was 11 feet long. He won. Uh, that was Dustin Crum who won a $1,500 prize. Nice. The adult pythons in the area are usually between six and nine feet. Uh, Jake Willary, who's 22 years old, set the record this year for the largest Burmese python. He caught. Are you ready for this? Hmm. A 19 foot, 125 pound snake. Wow in uh on july 10th and wrestled it as it tried to bite him mm, mm. did you know that they're uh, dietary generalists they eat anything <laughs> exactly really? isn't that a great term a i want to start to use that for people <laughs> i'm sorry are you a dietary generalist that's the chips yes is what they'll, I'm eat, they'll yeah. eat anything anyway last year's python hunter marcia caught a 15 foot python with Holy a five smokes. foot alligator inside of it e. mm. so uh, I never knew there was like that many pythons that you could go there out and hunt. are a lot it was it was developed back in twenty thirteen because there are just way, way, way too many of them. You know the first one was brought by some exotic oh, pet enthusiast and that oh, was that. Okay, well good. Yeah. It, they've been wreaking Poor havoc pythons. in the Everglades, I guess, since the nineties. Well, you feel bad for them, don't you? I mean Yeah, and the raccoon population has dropped. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's, a, that's an update. Nature stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, you heard her first here on the ride home. Ooh, Did you not? Right? Yeah. Okay, we'll take a quick break, come back and reset. For a moment, I felt like I could believe again, but the feeling went away. Are feelings facts? 
Richard Mal joins us in a few minutes. Stick around. It's the right home. Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. WORD. Why do bad things happen to good people? On the next Adventure in Odyssey, Lisa and Nick want to know why God allows suffering. So Bernard presents them with the story of Job. He lost his family, his possessions, and his health, but not his faith in God, because he discovered the secret of surviving tough times. And you will, too, when you tune in to the next Adventure in Odyssey. Tonight at 8 on 101.5 Word FM, WORD. This is John Hall with a special message from our friends at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. We can all agree that every child in our community should have access to nutritious meals. When school is out, many kids lose their most reliable source of healthy food. It's a heartbreaking reality, but together we can make a difference for nearly 60,000 kids in southwestern Pennsylvania who go to bed worried about where their next meal is coming from. The Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank's child nutrition programs provide essential summer meals, after-school snacks, and educational resources to thousands of students across Allegheny County, helping them reach their full potential. But they can't do it without your help. Right now, just $1 can provide three nutritious meals that make an immediate impact on a child's life. Together, we can fight childhood hunger and build a healthier, happier community. To learn more and to donate, just go to pittsburghfoodbank.org. That's pittsburghfoodbank.org. On MyPillow's 20th year anniversary, with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. You'll receive a queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price is $69.98, and just $10 more for a king-size. In addition to the special anniversary offer of the MyPillows, you'll also receive deep discounts on all MyPillows. Pillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Go to mypillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to receive Mike's amazing offer on the queen size my pillow for nineteen ninety eight. Or call eight hundred three nine one zero nine five four. Use promo code word. This offer comes with a ten year warranty, so you know it's going to last, and a sixty day money back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want but need. Go to MyPillow.com, call 800-391-0954, use promo code WORD. That's MyPillow.com, promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. Friday, August 18th, join Word FM aboard the Gateway Clippers Empress. It's our Faith and Family Dinner Cruise. From 6.30 to 9, enjoy a special night out for families, couples, and groups of friends. Featuring a fantastic dinner buffet, music, and stunning views of the city skyline. The Ride Home's John and Kathy will be your cruise directors for this amazing night. But don't miss the boat. Last year's event completely sold out. Reserve now at wordfm.com slash dinnercruise. Are feelings facts? Do feelings really matter? Well, feelings totally matter. They feel like facts at the time. Yeah. When you're having them. But what about feelings about your faith? I feel that I feel deeply connected to Christ. What if I don't? Yeah, does it mean that like I'm not connected to Christ because I don't feel that right, way? Right, right. I mean, Mother Teresa, right? Yeah. She had a dark night of the soul that lasted yeah. most of her life. Right, and remember how people criticized her right. after she died and her diaries were made public. Yeah. Which really hacked me off. Like, what? what first yeah. off, what right do you 
have to be mad at Marjorie. Right. You know, she has me off. Especially about her forthrightness and being like an honest soul in describing her plate. I mean, it's just... But it wasn't even her choice because she died, then her diaries were, right. were, were published, so... But I mean, she was an honest soul in deciding to to put that to paper. Yes. Like, to admit it. A lot of people are going to admit that. It's, it's scary. It would be scary to say that. Yeah. Do you think... I, I think it is. Richard well, Miles with us. Yeah. No, well, let's ask Richard what he All thinks. Right. Richard's a regular guest on our show. Always happy to have him. He wrote a really interesting piece, a story. Richard, welcome back, friend. How you doing? Hey, you guys are doing great without me. I just like listening to you. <laughs> no, 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 Richard. This, this is you. I mean, this is yeah, a really no, interesting yeah. story. Yeah, so tell us the story, Richard. Yeah, well, it was, uh, uh, we had a graduation at, at our school. Graduations are big deals. I mean, it's like, you know, a couple hundred graduates and, well, you know, maybe... Thousand, two thousand people in the audience. Nice, yeah. Oh, very exciting time. I bet. We we always sing and you know end up with all hail the power of Jesus' name, which yeah. is great. But anyway, we had this. Uh, so you know, it was a, a kind of an exhausting thing. There were there a lot of alums around, and everybody wanted to take pictures. Phil, so I, they put us in a tent afterwards, so people come and take pictures. Oh. And I feel like I'm an exhibit. I'm, the monkey behind the ropes and all that. But anyway, it's great. <laughs> well, uh, took a day off or so, and then back in the office, and my executive secretary came in with, uh, my assistant came in with the mail. And there was one personal thing that she did not open. It just it was handwritten to me in, in campus mail. And, and it was a, an amazing letter of a young woman who said, I want to thank you. It was a good graduation, and my parents were very encouraged and, about it all. And uh, But she said, uh, um, I, I just need to tell you that um, I no longer believe. Hmm. Uh, she said, I, I, I've lost my faith when I was at a Christian college. And, but I decided to give it a try, so I decided to come to Fuller Seminary and get a degree and hope that maybe something would happen. Wow. But she said it hasn't. And uh, But then she said this. I, I teach this kind of philosophy course. and uh, She said there was a moment in a class lecture by you where I almost believed again. Mm. But then the feelings went away. Yeah. And, and, I mean, at a very point, I cried, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was very sincere. I mean, she wasn't angry or anything. And she thanked me, you know. With, Thank you for almost helping me to believe again, you know. But, but that idea that the feelings went away, you know. Uh, because faith really can't depend on our feelings. I mean, the psalmist, a lot of times, he just feels God's absence, you know? Yeah. <laughs> when you were talking about Mother Teresa, I always think of the psalmist, you know? Where are you, God? Uh, you've been sleeping? Mm-hmm. You know, haven't heard anything from you for a while. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and it gives permission because there, there's an old Calvinist hymn that says, Not what I think or feel can give me peace with God, you mm-hmm. know? Well, what's interesting to me, Richard, is this is someone 
who is deeply committed to the process of finding God. I mean, she, she has a degree, then she goes to seminary, which, of course, you know, is no easy thing to do, to immerse yourself in a seminary education. And going through the process, I mean, that was a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And, and I mean, I, you know, in, in many ways, if, if, if her faith doesn't depend on feelings, Maybe that God has a hold of her anyway, you know? Yeah. Yes, for sure. <laughs> and uh, it may be that these occasional times when she really wants it and she almost has it, and, uh, uh, that these are signs that it's, it's, it's still there for right. her. So, so I guess, can you be a believer without feeling it? Well, that's a different issue, I think. I mean, I, I do think that there is a, I mean, we are feeling beings. And it's kind of strange. I mean, as, as we know, you know, the, 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 you know, the old line that uh, you can have all the right thoughts and still not have it, you know. Yeah. I mean, the devil has probably an orthodox theology you know, <laughs> about, about a lot of key things. So uh, I, there has to be something that, that that speaks to our whole person, mm-hmm. and we are feeling beings. But the feeling may actually be something like, I want it to be true. You know? Yeah. Uh, I want you, God. I can't find you. I mean, that's a feeling too, you know? The, the, the parents whose kid is wandered away and they're, they're 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 trying to find the child in some national park you know these kinds of stories uh they're 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 having feelings you know they want her back and uh, that's a natural thing uh so it, it it doesn't always have to be really uh rosy romantic kind of feelings right. it can be uh feelings of despair but knowing that uh, somehow, some way, it's going to be okay, you know. So, Richard, did you reach back and write a response to the letter? No, she. It was anonymous. Oh no! You know? Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, she just did not want to get into anything more about it, you know. But you know, she mentioned the lecture that I gave, and and uh, I don't want to get into deep philosophy here with 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 on your show, but. It was a lecture on Nietzsche, the, the German philosopher of the 19th century, who said, God is dead. Yeah. And, but he said, and that's horrible. I mean, you know, he said he did not like happy atheists. Mm-hmm. You know, people say, well, we used to believe, but I just don't believe anymore. You know, he says, uh, and, you know, there's that great line in Joseph Conrad's, oh, well, the horror, the horror, you know. And for Nietzsche... Uh, there was no God, uh, but but that was a huge loss because uh, if there is no God, there's no ultimate meaning. You know that ultimately we live in a silent universe where there's no divine being less spoken. You know there's no real innate order to things. That ultimately, if we really see the way things are, it's chaos. You know. Mm-hmm. Meaningless, uh, valueless, and so Nietzsche had the virtue of, of of seeing how horrible it is not to have a God. Mm-hmm. 
And I was talking about that, and I said, you know, we we need, I said to my, in my class, I don't like to preach in class, but I say, you know, that's the choice that everyone has to make. Do you want to live in a world without a God? Are you willing to really live with the implications of that? Or are you willing to reach out and uh, and ask God to show you who he is? Yeah. You know? And uh, that was a moment, apparently, where she just gave it a try again, and it just didn't work. You know, you know Richard, as you were telling the story, I was thinking about um, being a freshman in college. And, you know, it's just one of those times in life when there are a lot of emotions running wild. You know, it's the first time you're on your own. You're, you know... In an academic situation that's unfamiliar, you're in a living situation that's unfamiliar. Anyway, I was having a difficult time and um, it was a feeling thing. Like you said, it was like, I don't feel like God is with me in in like or or God's not. I'm, I'm not even sure how I felt at the time. Maybe God doesn't care about my feelings or I wasn't sure what it was. Anyway, you know, that little tiny book by John Stott called Your Mind Matters. You know yeah. that little thing, right? It's a great book. It's yeah. so small. It's maybe, what, 40, 50 pages. Yeah, yeah. And somebody gave that to me, and I read it. That really changed my perspective. Yeah. Just that little book, just the idea that I didn't have to be desperate for the feelings to come back, that if there were really promises that God made and that there was a life that Jesus lived, then we could just draw conclusions from that and our faith could be based on something that was solid. And man, did that help me. And and you know, that's fast. That's a great story, a great testimony. But, uh, and, and, you know, those of us who, who believe in a Christian worldview and like, we, we know that, even our thinking has to be based on trust, mm-hmm. you know. And and John Stotter is reminding you there that you can have a trusting faith uh, that that isn't necessarily sustained every moment by feelings. You know, we set up such high standards. I, I I've been I don't know for some reason lately. I've, a lot of those old hymns that I learned as a kid that nobody ever sings anymore. You know. And they kind of make me angry. I mean, I, I love the old hands, but here's one. Floods of joy or my soul like the sea billows roll since Jesus mm. came into my heart. I haven't felt floods of joy. But <laughs> I don't know no, that I ever have. You know, <laughs> yeah. floods of joy. Uh, and, and But it, it isn't that. It isn't that. You have to have this huge emotion. But I do know that there's a sense of comfort in my life. There's a sense of trust in my life. There's a sense of uh, well-being at times that uh, there is a God and mm-hmm. and and that the world's in, not in as bad shape as I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be, you know, and that it will be well. You know that great line: uh, "It will be well. All will be well in the end." You know, and it is well. Julian with my of soul. Norwich, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, all will be well, and all manner of things will be yeah. well. Yeah. But yeah. the symmetry's in place, Richard, right? I mean, uh, t- to uh, experience those floods of joy. I mean, I mean we're always sort of surprised by our feelings. You never know when that might come back. Yeah, that's right. Yes, mm-hmm. and, and, and we ought to celebrate it when it comes, yeah. you know. But, yeah. uh, but you know, I, I mean, even a, a wonderful hymn like, What a Friend We Have in Jesus, we should never be discouraged, you know. 
Wow. I mean, I, I do think that uh, we, we need to take those things in the Psalms you know, more seriously, that the, the, the psalmist tells us, hey, it's going to happen. You are going to be discouraged. You know. Yeah, that's good. That's very good. Richard, Richard Miles with us from Fuller Theological Seminary. Richard, before you leave us, uh, speaking of floods of joy, uh, let's turn towards baseball because oh. I see. <laughs> oh, you Pittsburgh Tigers. Gee. Yeah, sorry. I see your floods of joy are very good because the Dodgers are in first place. The Pirates, they'll continue their quest downward. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you know, we were a little worried about Dodgers. Oh, yeah. They're kind of weak in the pitching area. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, we're and weak my, in all the areas. Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah and my, my son and my grandsons are real Yankee fans. Oh, oh that's awful. I'm sorry. Aaron, Aaron Judge, you know. Just he is pretty time. terrific. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of hard yeah. to argue with that. Right. But, you know, you, <laughs> it was a couple of weeks ago, I was, Pirates were really doing well. Oh, that yeah. was all, that was April. Well, and we did. We did have yeah. a couple weeks where we were, we won yeah, four yeah. in a row, and then it, we just always bottom out, Richard. Yeah, I'm, right, I'm too. My, my feelings are taking <laughs> over. Do. I can't go into it. And Richard, it feels as though you, know, you may be uh, deep in the Otani sweepstakes as well. Uh -huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. If you end up with Otani, John and I are getting on a plane and coming to visit you. Right, we are. Yeah, yeah. We're, oh, we're going to go to a game together. Yes. There be something for sure. Wow. Yeah. For those of us who. Born in the Babe Ruth days, uh, it can still happen. You know? Yeah, it can, it can still happen. happen. It can still happen. That's Dr. Richard Mal, Professor of Faith and Public Life at Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena. Richard, we love you. Always a pleasure. I love you, and uh, good to talk to you. I've missed doing that, and it's great to be back. Excellent. Yeah, Always great. We'll take a quick break. Yes, mm -hmm. sir. Richard Mile, Fuller, Fuller Theological Seminary. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Are we doing the... We sure are. This or that? That's next. Are we doing it? Attention taxpayers, ready for some bad news? With $80 billion in new funding from Congress, the IRS has launched their most aggressive hiring campaign ever to ramp up enforcement. If you're ignoring your taxes, don't delay another minute because your paycheck, your bank account, even your home or business could already be at risk. Now, here's the good news. Optima Tax Relief, America's number one tax relief firm, can get to work immediately, helping to protect you from the IRS. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, their tax attorneys and licensed professionals are experts at resolving tax problems. Let them help determine if you qualify for the Fresh Start Initiative or other powerful IRS tax assistance programs. Take control. Call Optima Tax Relief now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. In the good old summertime, in the good old summertime. It may sound a little corny, but it really is the good old summertime at the Springhouse in 84. The sun is shining, the cows are out on the pasture, the sweet corn is almost ready, the Springhouse produce tables are filled with freshly picked vegetables, and we're up to our elbows in ice cream. And you know what? That all makes the Springhouse a very fun place to be. Why not jump in the car right now for a country drive to 84? Come for homemade lunch or supper or just to eat ice cream and enjoy sweet country air. Be sure to take home our famous chocolate milk and baked goods. Don't forget that. We're just four miles east of Washington on Route 136, and it doesn't take long to get to us. Call 228-3339 for more directions to the Springhouse in 84. Junction Center Productions presents Colton Dixon and Jordan Feliz Love and Light Tour. I will build a boat in the sand. 
November 19th, Greensburg, Pennsylvania, at Word of Life Church. Colton Dixon and Jordan Feliz, Love and Light Tour, sponsored by Compassion International. One night, two artists, all your favorite songs. Get your tickets at JunctionCenterProductions.com. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Mainly clear skies expected for tonight with a low of 59. Partly sunny, less humid tomorrow. Tomorrow's high, 82. Partly cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 59. Times of clouds and sunshine expected for Sunday will reach a high Sunday of 87. Monday, watch for severe thunderstorms. It'll be cloudy most of the time, breezy and humid. Damaging winds, flooding, and a tornado possible. The high, 82. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. It's Friday afternoon, which means it's time for this or that. Mm-hmm. I've got a list. I got Kath a list. Has a list, and we uh, make a choice. I don't know how I feel about my list. It's okay. I mean, don't I downgrade don't, it before. I'm, I'm just. I just want you to know I have a little bit of antipathy towards it. Well, I'll pass judgment on it after we're done. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you. All right. Here's my list, Kath. Okay. Mine's not great either. All I'm right. just, okay. Watermelon. Yeah. Cantaloupe. Oh, uh, watermelon. Thank you. Oh. Cherry pie. Peach cobbler. Oh, high quality there. I'm um, cherry pie. Mm. What about cherry cobbler? Is that an oh, option? That'd be fine. That'd yeah, be good. Yes. BLTs. Chicken sandwich. BLTs. Oh. Strawberries. Cherries. Oh, strawberries. Hmm? Maybe no cherries. Hmm. A company car. <laughs> yeah. A sabbatical. <laughs> John, I think I'm taking the sabbatical. Hey, where are you going, Thank Jack? You. I don't know, but I'm, I'm going. Right. Okay, there she goes. The start of Pirate Spring Training? The start of Steeler Training Camp? Uh, Pirate Spring Training, because uh, it means summer's coming. Mm-hmm. And that maybe we have a chance, mm-hmm. which now we do. You with extra large ears. You mm-hmm. with a unibrow. <laughs> well, the unibrow can be you know fixed at a salon, so I'm going unibrow. All right. Mm-hmm. The ears, I don't know what you do with Just cover it. You got long hair. Okay, I still think. Neapolitan ice cream. That's awesome. Orange sherbet. Uh, both very good options, but I'm going Neapolitan. Mm-hmm, really? I just love it. Do you? I, I love it. My... No, I love yeah. it. I really love it. Huh. Stigmata. <laughs> the Shroud of Turin. <laughs> Who on earth would ever put those two things together in a this or that? It's Who my upbringing. on earth? Stigmata. The Shroud of Turin. Um, <laughs> <I can't believe. laughs> Shroud of Turin. Okay. Carefully. Genesis. Yeah. Revelation. Ah, uh, Revelation. Mm-hmm. Eating a thousand calories a day. Eating three thousand calories well, a day. Well, clearly, eating three thousand calories a day is a lot more fun. You as a mother-in-law. You as a grandma. <laughs> Um, I would like to choose the mother-in-law portion first, (laughs) if we're talking chronological things. Excellent. All right. Uh, John, you said you're having BLTs tonight. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. It's it's the hope is what I'm hoping. Well, 
I had BLTs in my head. What? And so I thought the I would. BLT edition? I was inspired by it. No, it's the summer standard edition. Okay. Of this or that. So everything I'm going to bring up is something that I would like happen it. in the summer. Um, BLT on white or BLT on wheat? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> excuse me, I'm just coughing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you need to have it like a, a, as flat of a palette as possible. So I'm doing white. So that you can highlight the. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's a good choice. Uh, cantaloupe or honeydew? Uh, you can't say neither. Cantaloupe. Okay. Corn on the cob mm. or corn off the cob? Corn on the cob. Thank goodness. Because yeah. the people who are like have to like Do cut that? the corn off. With a fork? Oh, really? What are we doing? Maybe you have dentures. I, maybe. You never know. I don't know. Clam bake or grilled shrimp? Oh. oh I love both. Uh, I'm doing the shrimp. Okay. Mm, grilled shrimp. Uh, caprese salad, you know, the tomatoes, mozzarella, do, yeah. you know, uh, nice. basil thing. Mm. Or traditional fruit salad. A caprese salad. Oh, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's the right choice. Uh, mowing the lawn in the blazing sun mm. because you blew it off earlier in the week and now you have to do it. Happens. Or smelly water from a public window air conditioner lands on your head. Holy smokes. Aren't they both bad? Yeah, I can control the uh, the, the uh, cutting of the grass, and uh, and I don't mind that. That's fine. I'll cut the grass. Isn't the air conditioner mm. like ex- the, the the stuff that comes? That's disgusting. Yeah. Like you're standing outside of hills. That just happened to me the other day. That's oh, why what? It landed on your head. Lobster roll or hot dog? Mm. Oh, lobster roll. Because mm-hmm. it's a rare thing. It's so And it's so great in the summer. Sure is. Italian ice on the hottest summer day or ice cream on the hottest summer day? I'm doing ice cream. Are you still? Yeah, I still, that sure. That surprises no, me. No, give me that. Really? I don't think that's the right choice. It is the right choice. I don't think it is. For me, it's the right choice. Okay. A Thai chicken lettuce wrap oh. or avocado bisque with shrimp? Two nice summer options, Two, right? Very nice. Avocado bisque. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, it sounds really good. Uh, mosquitoes or ticks? Oh, this or that. Well, <laughs> I'll go the mosquito wrap. I think I can control those a little bit easier. Yeah. You had a tick a couple years ago. A I Nicaraguan yeah. tick, which is a special right. I've got kind a tick, tick right now. Let's look at mine. I'm doing this. Are you? Hey. On a pat bus with sweaty people? Oh. Or in a house with sunburned people? Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll take the Because there's a lot sunburned. of misery in both. Yeah, I'll take the sunburned people because at least I know them. Oh, okay. Right. But that's still pretty, that's pretty an anxious rough. environment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, losing your sunglasses or losing your swimsuit? Mm. Oh, yes. Use uh, losing your sunglasses. It's so annoying. Yeah, right? I need those. If you swallow watermelon seeds, a watermelon will grow in your stomach. Mm-hmm. Or if you swim right after lunch, you'll get a cramp and die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want the watermelon seeds. Okay. That, 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 that sustained me for a long time. Sure. Burning your fingers, John, on molten hot marshmallow before mm. trying to jam it on a graham cracker that breaks. Yeah. Or just buy Oreos and be done with it. Just buy Oreos. The some more thing. Yeah. Happy summer. <laughs> 101.5 WORD. It's summer in Pittsburgh, but already Word FM is talking about heading back to school. Back to school! If you've ever considered sending your child to a Christian school, but the cost was holding you back, check out the WORD half price tuition deals now at wordfm.com. Send your child to a school that's teaching them the same values you're teaching at home for the full year, but only pay for half. See the complete list of schools now at wordfm.com slash tuition. On MyPillow's 20th year anniversary, with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in
in history on their my pillows. You'll receive a queen size my pillow for nineteen ninety eight. Regular price is sixty nine ninety eight, and just ten dollars more for a king size. In addition to the special anniversary offer on the my pillows, you'll also receive deep discounts on all my pillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Go to mypillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to receive Mike's amazing offer on the queen size my pillow for nineteen ninety eight. Or call eight hundred three nine one zero nine five four. Use promo code WORD. This offer comes with a 10-year warranty, so you know it's going to last, and a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want, but need. Go to MyPillow.com, call 800-391-0954, use promo code WORD. That's MyPillow.com, promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. Attention Medicaid patients. If you're on Medicaid, how would you like if your caretaker was your daughter, your son, your grandchild, or your close friend? If you're on Medicaid, Freedom Care allows you to choose who provides your care, and that caregiver will get paid instantly after their shift. Yes, your caregiver will get paid instantly, and it's 100% free to you if you are on Medicaid. Call 412-990-1365 and ask Freedom Care how to get started with care today. No more worrying about getting care from an aide at an agency. Freedom Care helps you choose who you want to take care of you, and that person gets paid. Call Freedom Care at 412-990-1365. That's 412-990-1365. To get started today, you get a caregiver you know and trust, and they get paid instantly after their shift, and it's free to you. Start now by calling 412-990-1365. That's 412-990-1365. Or go to FreedomCare.com. I think we can all agree that every moment at Eden shaped us and impacted who we are right now. The faith modeled by teachers at Eden Christian Academy has a profound impact on students' lives. We carry with us more than the academics, but a strong, Christ-centered foundation. I would just like to thank my teachers, my mentors, my family members, and my friends who have done the best they could to help me in this next phase of my life. Eden Christian Academy, enrolling pre-K through 12th grade at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Does um does your personality depend upon where you live? Like I think about Richard, uh, Richard Mao. We were just talking to him, right? In the previous segment. You've been to California. Yeah, a bunch of times. There's a California vibe. There's a Cal like Jay Warner Wallace. He's like to me like the perfect California guy. Yes. It's different there than really a Pittsburgh is. feel. There really, yes, there really is a California vibe. I think so. Yes, but now Richard He's does not, not a, have that. No. He's, he's from Akron or right, something, right? Yeah, he's from the Northeast. He has right. a Northeastern vibe. He does, yeah. All right, so um, there's a something called the Big Five. It's a grouping of five broad personality dimensions uh, that determine in some ways your place on the spectrum of your personality of where you live. Uh, agreeableness, mm-hmm. emotional stability, openness, extroversion, and conscientiousness. Oh, conscientiousness. Conscientiousness. All those things, um, in some ways. What, are determined by where you live? Yes. Isn't that just like being a nice person? Listen to this. Extroversion appears to be highest across central northern states. Wait, extroversion is what? Highest among central northern states? Yes, including Wisconsin. We know an extrovert from Wisconsin. We sure do. Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska. In the Rust Belt, Ohio and Pennsylvania. 
in the South, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. There are also pockets of extroversion across Texas and elsewhere, but large parts of the Northwestern and Pacific states score well below average on extroversion. How about that? So if you are from Seattle, mm-hmm. you're more likely to be an introvert than extrovert? That's what they're Is saying. true? I don't know. Where's, where are you reading from? I'm reading from something called bigthink.com. Okay. Okay. Um, agreeableness. I, I mean, both of us are introverts, and we're certainly in the Rust Belt area they were just talking about. Yeah, but... And so is Lexi. But people would say we were extroverts. But we're not. No. I can promise you. You got that right. Okay. I mean, uh, we spend our career talking in a dark room. <laughs> but we'll be going on the Gateway Clipper as extroverts. <laughs> That's right. By the way, it's coming up Friday, August 18th. Right. Did you buy your tickets yet? Wordfm.com. I'm uh, wearing a maritime dress. Okay. I'll be wearing a fish shirt <laughs> as an extrovert. Uh, well, we can act extrovert. Well, I, yes, I, I mean, I, you're a worship leader. Yes, I, I am fine being extroverted. It's yeah. just that when I'm done being extroverted, I want to go home. I need to go Close home and door. be introverted. Right, please. Yeah, it's not that I, it's not that I don't ever want to talk to people. Right. Okay. About the, uh, how about agreeableness? People who are agreeable aim for social harmony, right? Kind and considerate. The presence of agreeableness is most pronounced in the South, Louisiana to North Carolina. With hotter and colder zones in Arkansas, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Florida. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. I, I was just about ready to tell you that this whole thing is a crazy idea. Right. But when you do go to the South, people are different. Yes. There's much more hospitable, Agre- welcoming type of thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Historically speaking, look at the racial tensions in the South. That doesn't seem like a bunch of people who are agreeable. Well, if, I, I don't know. I don't you know, know what I mean? So it's right. not, it's not across. The, we're not, we shouldn't be, I don't think you can well, make wide sweeping yeah. gestures. Well, apparently Big Think is making wide sweeping <laughs> gestures and we're talking about them. <laughs> so, so I, here we are. So I guess you can. I'm indicting us in this uh, Okay. All right. I'm trying to be as agreeable as possible. Sure, I know. Even I though we're extroverts yeah. from the Rust Belt. Right, okay. And we're not really extroverts. <laughs> okay. Um, conscientiousness? Yeah. The highest levels of conscientiousness are measured again in the South, but with plenty of clusters around the country, particularly uh, in the Dakota, Montana, Wyoming borderlands. Okay, now that's an area you're familiar with. I am. Do you mm-hmm. feel like that's a conscientious part? Of oh, our- boy. I mean, my South Dakota family, they are on, they are on top of things. Are you so you're serious? So you really do think that? Uh, yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, very huh. much so. Okay. Uh, a dark band of to be emotionally unstable. <laughs> Let me see. Where, where are the unstable people? Uh, Alaska. Uh, oh, they're not even mentioning the unstable people. A dark band of emotional instability. Holy smokes! That's a that's a, this is a shock. It's a large part of the country. <laughs> really? That explains Twitter then. <laughs> to be emotionally unstable, aka neurotic means one is prone to experience anger, depression, anxiety, and other negative emotions. Oh, here we go. The score for emotional stability was highest throughout the western half and southern part of the country. Apart from an island of stability in central Pennsylvania, a dark band of emotional instability stretches from Maine to northern Alabama, spiking over the Midwest and west all the way to Kansas and Oklahoma. Holy smokes. What? And there's what? And they're saying that doesn't exist in the west? Yeah. No, they're showing. No, they're not. They're showing. Look, the the blue. Show me, show me the, the dark band. Of, the, oh, that's the band of instability. Yes, and look at the west. 
Yeah, there's not as much instability. No, looks no. like that. It looks like the Minnesota, mm. very unstable. Right. Michigan. Yeah. Very unstable. I mean, so does, I don't know. What do you, okay? Uh, do you buy it? Well, we opened this thing talking about people we know and how we yes. think. Oh, yes. I view those people yes, as yes, and you and that California thing is true. That's people 100%. who were born and raised in California, they have a different vibe. Yes, yes, they do. I don't know what it means. I guess. I think I have to give it some merit. I was going to slam it, but I think I have to give it some merit. Okay. I'll so, tell you one thing that that didn't come up with. I feel like there are more compulsive people in urban centers. Oh, without a doubt. Well, so that should be something that's mentioned. Well, urban versus suburban or country. or versus country, rural for sure. Listen, I lived in New York City for a decade. You don't think you're getting crazy in New York City? Here, why well, was used to think about this? You're in those concrete canyons, and the only way, this is an overreach, of course, but the only way I could realize that there were different seasons is that the con- the color concrete on the sidewalks changed with a little different color. You're so hemmed in. That's really it's depressing. It's so tight. And people get on your nerves. I mean, so get away from me. You're on the sidewalk. You're in an apartment building. People are loud. People are angry. New York City, that's a whole other ballgame. I mean, urban... So, yeah, that's the next article I want to see. Yeah, I'm happy to How be where I am. How many people have neuroses in rural areas? When versus... I came back to Pittsburgh, I was like, these are my people. I'm so happy to be back home again. Yeah. You could feel it. I felt bad for immigrants coming to New York City thinking, this is the rest this of the country. This is America, right. But it's not. I would go, you should flee. You should go elsewhere. Doing it right. Roofing, siding, remodeling. The first Owens Corning MVP in Pittsburgh and one of the longest tenured platinum contractors in the Pittsburgh region. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. This is an urgent announcement for anyone that's $10,000 or more in debt. Before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation. For 16 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. You can feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and a Christian-owned company. Don't get stuck in the endless cycle of payments. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. AI is going to completely transform our world. Some people are calling this the chat GPT for traders, and the platform is Vantage Point. Did you know Vantage Point has been perfecting AI for traders since the late 1980s? Vantage Point is an AI-powered software that uses pattern recognition to identify market trends before they become obvious. I'm talking about generative AI capable of forecasting financial market data and helping traders find the best trades with up to 87.4% proven accuracy. Text MONEY to 813-813 for a free live class to learn more about AI for traders. And as a bonus for attending, you'll receive a free copy of the Vantage Point Accuracy Study. Text the word MONEY to 813-813. 
1-800-227-5513. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. By texting, you agree to the terms available at vantagepointsoftware.com and consent to receive calls and texts using automated technology about offers or info by or on behalf of VantagePoint. Your consent is not a condition to purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text the word money to 813-813. I think we can all agree that every moment at Eden shaped us and impacted who we are right now. The faith modeled by teachers at Eden Christian Academy has a profound impact on the students' lives. We carry with us more than the academics, but a strong, Christ-centered foundation. I would just like to thank my teachers, my mentors, my family members, and my friends who have done the best they could to help me in this next phase of my life. Eden Christian Academy, enrolling pre-K through 12th grade at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Seven two four new roof. A billionaire philanthropist is backing a twenty million dollar plan to release an orca from her small enclosure in the Miami Sea Aquarium. The plan would involve loading an 8,000-pound killer whale onto an airplane, then fly the orca across the United States and releasing her in a bay near Seattle where her mother is. What? The orca uh, has been in this enclosure for 53 years, captured when she was four years old, and the mother's still alive. The plan, which is in collaboration with the owner of the Miami Sea Aquarium, the Dolphin Company, would see the 21-foot-long killer whale loaded onto a harness and enclosed in a glass tank. The tank would then be loaded onto a truck to the Miami airport, where it would be transferred onto a large cargo plane, such as a C-130 Hercules. The orca would then be flown with her carriers on a 2,700-mile journey to the Seattle airport, and then she would be taken by truck to a solace sea. Uh, it would cost $500,000. Already $500,000 has been um, raised. Uh, the orca would then be able to swim long distances and then uh, put into a 15-acre netted area near the San Juan Islands. That okay, now horrible. wait a minute. That poor thing. Okay, so this whale has been in captivity for 53, 53 years. 53 years. Right. So... At this point, it's the only, like, is this cruel and unusual to take it and put it in open ocean? Well, it says... Um, and are they, is, is he going to recognize mom? Orcas are intensely social animals that form strong bonds with their moms. The hope is that this orca could be reunited with her mother, who is thought to be alive and swimming near where the netted enclosure would be. Okay, let me, so we all know how a tank of water works, right? How's a plane going to take off? A, These what's planes gonna happen? are gigantic. I, no, I know that. But you know Sloshing what? Exactly. Around. You know what's going to happen to the water. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. How no could idea. you possibly do that in an airplane? Mm-hmm. How did she get to Miami? But she was little then. Right. Four years. I mean, she, yeah, that's sure still a big whale. Big. So yeah. she was flown there. I have no idea. But isn't that sad? 53 years. It's, she's in the smallest enclosure of... For an orca. What do, they, what do you mean the smallest enclosure? Like no other orca exists in such a small enclosure in captivity. Oh, well, that's terrible. But you're going to... What's her name? Uh, her name is... Uh, sorry, I knew you were going to ask that. Orca. <laughs> orca. <laughs> 
her name is not Orca. <laughs> well, I can't pronounce it. <laughs> really? Let me see. T O K. Okay. I T A E. Tokite. Or Orca. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Just All saying. Right. Well, I can't. If someone knows how you would fly an orca and not get a lot of water all over the place. Oh, call us. I mean. Good. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Eric. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. It is a black eye for the United States Navy. Two sailors arrested on charges related to national security and ties to China. 22-year-old Jin Xiaowei and 25-year-old Wenheng Zhao are now in custody. U.S. Attorney Martin Estrada. Among other things, the indictment charges that Mr. Zhao transmitted operational plans for a large-scale U.S. military exercise in the Indo-Pacific region, which details specific location and timing of naval force movements, amphibious landings, maritime operations, and logistical support. A Russian court convicting imprisoned opposition leader Alexei Navalny on extremism charges and has sentenced him to 19 years in prison. He's already serving a nine-year term on a variety of charges. This is SRN News. On MyPillow's 20th year anniversary, with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. You'll receive a queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price is $69.98, and just $10 more for a king size. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you'll also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to receive Mike's amazing offer on the queen size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. This offer comes with a 10-year warranty so you know it's going to last and a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want but need. Go to MyPillow.com, call 800-391-0954, use promo code WORD. That's MyPillow.com, promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. Hi, I'm Olivia, and I'm 11. Some people my age might think water in a basement's pretty cool. Who wouldn't want an indoor swimming pool? But my dad taught me a thing or two about homes. You mean all those times I talked about waterproofing. You were actually listening? Absolutely. I'm like Alexa. Okay, so how does JMD Waterproofing protect your home? By keeping water out of the basement so it doesn't compromise the structure of your home. And? By not giving yucky mold and mildew a place to grow. Pretty good. Dad, I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. And JMD Waterproofing can save you money. Do tell. By saving you from having to replace your basement appliances from water damage. I couldn't have said it better myself. Got water problems? Don't cry. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY. J&D Waterproofing. 1-800-VERY-DRY. 
and paid for by OpenShark Concepts. Attention firefighters, members of the military, and airport workers. For decades, first responders and firefighters at military bases and airports used a chemical-based foam to fight fires. Studies have shown that chemicals used to make aqueous film-forming foam, or AFFF, are highly toxic to humans and have been associated with several types of cancer. If you or someone you know was exposed to AFFF and were diagnosed with any of these cancers, including kidney, bladder, prostate, pancreatic, lymphoma, leukemia, testicular, and neuroendocrine, then you should call us immediately because you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Call us at 800-515-8809. Our experienced attorneys will fight to get you the compensation you deserve, and you pay nothing unless we get a recovery in your favor. Time is limited to file the claim, so call us now, 800-515-8809. Operators are standing by 24-7, so don't wait, 800-515-8809. That's 800-515-8809. Again, 800-515-8809. Mainly clear skies expected for tonight with a low of 59. Partly sunny, less humid tomorrow. Tomorrow's high, 82. Partly cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 59. Times of clouds and sunshine expected for Sunday will reach a high Sunday of 87. Monday, watch for severe thunderstorms. It'll be cloudy most of the time, breezy and humid. Damaging winds, flooding, and a tornado possible. The high, 82. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today. It is the uh, Friday edition of The Ride Home. Mm-hmm. Happy that you're with us, and um, hope you have some plans or not. Because both are good. Mm-hmm. It's good to have something to look forward to in the weekend. Yep. It's also great if you don't have anything. Nothing. Nothing going on. Like, what if, like, the next two and a half days are just, they they open in front of you as something to be discovered or created? Do you get antsy? Never. What, with time off? Yeah. Never. Sometimes I do. Do you? A little I'm bit. surprised by that. I get a little antsy sometimes. Really? Yeah. Like, you miss being at work? Like, I miss, I don't know. I, don't, I just get a little antsy. I, I'm not sure. If it's. I don't know. Just got like, I'm in a free fall. Oh, what am I doing? Huh. Yeah, because I, I lack I, of purpose. Well, you know, read a book. I don't want to sit around watching TV. Right. I mean, you, know I mean? you just kind of go, oh, what's next? No, I never, ever, yeah. ever have that feeling. All right. I have so many books in my house I haven't read. Me too. That it's like I could, I could spend yeah. ten hours a day reading for the next five years right. and not get through Me all too. the stuff I have I currently own. Right. Not to mention what I have from the library. Yep. I told you, I, spent, I took five books of me on vacation. Yeah. I read about three sentences. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I read about three books. Three sentences. Well, you know what? I sat on yeah. the beach and did nothing. I did that on my vacation, too. I took eight books. Yeah. And I read half of one because oh. there were I, we were with family and we were having such a good time talking. Right. That's thought, how I was. Yeah. I just thought, oh. Right. And then I had to sort of psychologically fall into a hole about my health. And sure. That. So sure. that took up a lot of time. Right. You want, you want to give the listeners a health update? No. Okay. No. So you I, went to see a new I'm, doctor. Today. I went to saw a doctor, and so we're on track for something. And the doctor seems a plus. Excellent. Excellent indeed. A yeah. plus. Yeah. So. And your lungs are good. Well, my lung, yeah, I got a little chest X-ray, and they're feeling good. Yeah. So, but I still got this cough, so I don't know what that means. Right. I was hoping I just had a chip stuck in there, a little yeah. potato chip. And maybe some dip would clear it out. So. <laughs> <laughs> you think maybe that would be, or 
He's trying to uh, sign a contract with Robitussin. Something. Right? Give me something. Get, make, some, make it worth what it somehow, right? What is the right? deal? I have no idea what's going on. But, you know, just someone paying attention would be good. Hey, Doc, help me out here. So I am encouraged. Exactly. Okay. Um, we, of course, raise funds for a, a myriad group of, of people here who do wonderful work. So whenever I see something about a, someone who's scamming, it makes my blood boil. Yeah, it re- me too. Right? It really does. Me too. Because right, you want to be careful about giving money. So anyway, I saw something. <laughs> a missionary, this is in quotes, missionary, raised $33 million what? for Bibles, and now he's charged with fraud and is missing somewhere around the globe. Okay, now wait a minute. $33 million. First of all, how the heck did, is this a male or female? It's a guy. Okay, and how the heck did he get $33 million? Uh, Jason Schenk. Who uh, his ministry is called Charity One. Yeah, well, Charity One. Apparently, apparently that was him. A lot of money was raised uh, from Amish and Mennonite communities in Ohio and North Carolina. Now he said he was going to, you know, oh, I'm going to raise money for Bibles uh, for people in China. Instead, in a 20-page indictment filed in the U.S. District Court in Southern Georgia, unsealed Tuesday of this week, Shank uh, is accused of an egregious breach of trust. By preying on Christians to do good, but instead using it to swindle them. Swindle them. Uh, instead of Bibles, he spent a million dollars on sports gambling, uh, $850,000 on equity shares in a private U.S. nuclear energy company, a million dollars in diamonds, gold, and other precious metals, $820,000 to pay down 10 personal credit cards, $7 million in payments to the company that ran his family farm. And three hundred twenty thousand dollars on real estate in Santiago, Chile. He also put out um, four million dollars for sixteen life insurance policies under various people's names. Can you? I mean, I had a friend who would say, "There's an especially warm place in hell waiting for someone who rips people off like that." Yeah. Seriously, yeah. I'm going to raise money for Bibles. And that then, is true. Where did you read that from? This is from today's Washington Post. The guy's name Jason Schenk. From uh, Charity One. So I'd be. He's Charity One. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Uh, I'd be interested to know how that all came to light. And that will be a serious punishment. Yeah. Well, he's on the loose. Oh, I thought you said that that he was apprehended. No, no. no, no. Uh -uh. Oh, so he's on the lam somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Who knows where he is? I mean, that kind of money, he's not, you know, maybe he's in Chile. He's got land in Chile that he bought. So who knows? They'll find them. People, you can't hide like you used to hide. No, you can't. Right? They're going to find Not this guy. Not on an internet age. No. Because the minute there. you go online, everybody's going to know. Interesting. So the story is written in today's post, written by Jonathan Edwards. Oh, really? <laughs> so. Okay. I'd say well, that. He's really. He's going for him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was going right. to say he's really, but then I thought. No. Yeah, just, hold that thought, please. I'll, it'll just probably make people angry right. what I'm going to say. Uh, hey, what, you want to say something about uh, what, it's Friday? Yeah, I was going to say Tell that uh, your weekend has begun. Okay. Thank you. God bless you, sir. That's Timmy the intern. Listen, it's kind of funny you bring that up because uh, my kid works at a company. They've got a, a, an intern whose name is Timmy. Does he have scoliosis? No, he does not, no. <laughs> okay. But he's very shy, apparently, does he, does according to my son. Does he live in his parents' son. basement? Um, 
there's not a lot that's being said about Timmy because he's very shy. Oh, okay. Just saying. Well, so, just like this Timmy's very, right. very, very, very shy. Very, well. shy. very, shy. Very, very shy. The heck. Yeah. Timmy, exactly. thanks. Thanks Timmy, for being here. Thank you for that clapping. Uh, we're going to take a break. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about Barbenheimer. Uh, not about the movies like we did yesterday, but instead about the phenomenon. What does it tell us? about how, I don't know, how hungry people are to do something with other people. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. It's Friday edition. Glad you're with us on the ride home. 101.5 WORD. On the next Focus on the Family, Jay Warner Wallace shares how he used his investigative skills to explore Christianity and discovered the claims of the Bible are true. He'll share about the cultural challenges for young people today, Gen Z in particular, and the importance of passing on our faith. Next time on Focus on the Family with Jim Daly. Tonight at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. Hey, it's Friday. It means it's time to talk to Marsha. And all of us, of course, when we talk to Marsha, what are we talking about? Good country cooking. Uh, my appetite's ready. Mm-hmm. Hey, Marsh. Hi, guys. How are you today? We're well, Marsh. So when people are thinking country cooking and you're thinking country cooking, do you think you guys are thinking the same thing? Yeah, I hope so. Like cooking like your grandma would do or maybe mom did and you sat around the table and put your cell phones down and just enjoyed each other and had good old-fashioned food. And that's what we cook up every day. And I love these restaurants that tell me you have to check their phones at the door. We don't do that, but I think it's a pretty fun idea. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and so like this weekend, we have breakfast every Saturday from 9 to 11 I know it's not a very long period of time, but you got to hustle in and join the crowd. It's really yummy. All you can eat for fourteen ninety nine, And then our lunch starts at 11 and we close at 7. So about 6.30, quarter to 7 is about the last meals that are served. And we do, um, like tomorrow, we're doing turkey, like old-fashioned real turkey like you'd have at Thanksgiving with homemade stuffing and a pan-dripping turkey gravy. And then we're having stuffed boneless pork chops and cabbage rolls and hickory smoked ham. Ice rubbed ribs, all kinds of yummy stuff like that. And then oh, chicken and gravy over homemade buttermilk biscuits, like everything warm comfort food you can think of. And then this Sunday, we're having, um, like some of those are standard things we have on our menu, but we're also adding on Sunday a crab stuffed flounder with a hollandaise sauce. Mm. So we're going to have all those other yummy things too that day. And so we open at noon on Sunday so everybody can go to church and then come on down. And um, it's just, we just have the best, customers in the world and they put the nicest thing on things online about us and they tell us how full and how delicious it was and we just feel you know we feel blessed to be a part of this community and to have great customers and to get to serve yummy food Mm, fabulous well call it what you want comfort food or good country cooking it's waiting for you for all of us at the springhouse check it out online but get there first springhousemarket.com thanks marsh The recent bank failures are serving as a warning about how fragile our banking system really is. As millions of Americans panic, do you know what central banks are doing? Well, they're actually buying up gold at record levels. They're relying on it as a safe haven during these difficult times. That's how confident they are in the dollar. Hi, I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author and evangelical leader to millions of people just like you. We're all Americans who want to protect our family's savings no matter what. I tell people the best option is to diversify their 401k or IRA into physical gold or silver with the help of Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, just text the word FAITH to the number 989898 to get a free information kit on gold IRAs. Look, there's no strings attached. 
It's not going to hurt you to take action now. So take the first step today and educate yourself. Get your free info kit when you text FAITH to 989898 right now. And I pray you and your family are greatly blessed. Word FM presents the Summer Love and Sweepstakes, sponsored by Bachman Roofing and Solar. Enter now for your chance to win the perfect date night for two. August 18th, our grand prize couple will be swept away on our Gateway Clipper dinner cruise, followed by a romantic night stay at the mansions on 5th. Grand prize to be awarded August 11th, followed by three more weekly dinner for two giveaways during August. The Summer Love and Sweepstakes, sponsored by Bachman Roofing and Solar, creating lasting relationships with customers for over 50 years. Enter now at wordfm.com. This past week, uh, was it Monday? Yeah, Monday this week, we went to see, my wife and I went to see uh, the film Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Now, you're doing this new thing now. It's not new, I guess, but for me, where you you have to select your seats. And then this... It's like you're going to a show at the right. bottom. At the movie theater. So then you select your seats. This happens all the time. You select your seats, and then you go in, and someone's sitting in your seat. So and then what do you do? Well, that's my choice. So then There's do no I go? There's no usher in there who's helping. No, you. of course not. Right? You left your own device. So then do I have to say, "Excuse me, you're sitting in my seat," or do I avoid that confrontation or a little uh, uncomfortability and just go sit someplace else in the hopes that somebody else is not coming up to me and go, "You're sitting in my seat." Right. So in this instance, I did say because it was Oppenheimer and it was full. The theater was really full. I said, "Excuse me, so you're sitting in my seat?" Well, he was upset. So then my wife pulls out her phone, and we're like in negotiations, and she's like, "Look here, you can Here's see the evidence." And then there's like a little light. We're in I'd, seats I'd, here. I'd like, I'd like to provide Exhibit A. Right. And then the guy got hacked off, and he said to his wife, "This is why I never go to the theater anymore." And I'm like, "I'm so sorry." So then he got up and left and sat behind us, which was fine. So that's the the communal experience that I missed. Right. Is when, that a, when nobody was going to the theater right. before I, you know, you could heck yeah. Set up a pup tent and hang out in the theater. Doug Bursch is back with us. Mm-hmm. Doug's a regular guest on our show. We love him. He is uh, the host and producer of the Fairly Spiritual radio show. Also of a book called Posting Peace, Why Social Media Divides Us and What We Can Do About It. Doug, my friend, how are you? I'm doing well. And by the way, if somebody's sitting in your seat, you just sit on their lap. Oh, <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. I had not thought about that. Yeah, that's not a bad ploy. <laughs> yeah, right. no, it's a terrible idea. Did you, hey, did uh, you do Barbenheimer? Uh, uh, you, so I've been sick with COVID. I've, Have I've you? Oh, Coffin. I, I got it for the first time. I'm coughing. But anyway, so I didn't want to go in the theater and have everybody look at me like, is this guy getting me sick? Right. Uh, but I wanted to talk to you guys about the phenomenon be, beyond just the movies themselves. Uh, I don't think we've seen anything like this the last few years. We've not. Uh, you know, Barbie Heimer. I, I was at the, I was at some place of the day and a whole family's all dressed in pink. And I'm like, well, that's kind of odd. And then I'm like, oh, they're going to see the Barbie movies. So right. There's something else happening. I want to talk a little bit about why that seems to be happening and, and you know, maybe why that's of importance to us. Uh, I think if you look at our culture, there are very few places where we can have shared experiences anymore. Not anymore. And if you just think, think back like uh, entertainment experiences, Let, let's say look, Seinfeld or maybe even The Office. There was a time where if there was a cultural phenomenon going on, for the most part, most of us had some awareness of it and we could talk about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But now we are so segmented in what we consume and stream. I mean, if you look at even just all the streaming services, the most important show right now is always on the the streaming service you don't own, right? Right. right. Are you on Netflix? Are you on Disney? or? Are you on Prime? And so what's happening is we're all using different uh, information, different uh, technologies. Mm -hmm. We're even using different currencies. 
I know you guys do segments every once in a while on cryptocurrency, but do you really understand it? <laughs> Not well, at all. I mean, I could explain it to you, but I'll do it off the air. <laughs> right. And we'll sell you some. Right. So you'll help John and I not understand it. But, you know, for, so even we're using different currencies to buy things that we're not even connected with. So I think in our culture, there's this hunger for shared experience. Mm-hmm. And so Barbie was one of those where, you know, uh, whether you're, a, you know, Xer or even millennial, you know, it's been for generations. People have been associated with Barbies, could connect on that. And I think we want that. We're craving these shared experiences. And. Uh, I think this is important to look at because when we lack shared experiences, we tend to gravitate towards things like what are what are some of the shared experiences we have now besides movies? Church. Probably the biggest now is politics, right? Oh, yeah. No. And that's one of the dangers of why everything's so polarized politically is I think we're trying to find ways to connect with each other, but we have less kind of cultural things to connect with. And so then we're all in on our politics and then that becomes skewed. And so... These are some of the things that I've been looking at, and I think we're going to have to, as Christians, find ways to facilitate shared experiences that aren't just about politics or about what we're against, but ways that we can come together in order to, you know, share some life together and talk about things other than the most polarizing things out there. That's really good. I remember, Doug, when my kids were little, I was super excited to take them to the mall because, you know, we grew up in the mall, right? Who didn't love going to the mall? And it was crowded and... I took my kids. There was nobody there. And it was right. like, womp, womp, womp. So there yeah. really aren't any of those communal experiences. Personally, I blame Burger King because, you know, have it your way is what started it all. Is that it led what us it down this garden yeah. path. Uh-huh. Yeah, First it was original sin. Then mm-hmm. it was have it your way. Yeah, right. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's where it went, right? From yeah. Adam and Eve to Burger King. To Burger King. <laughs> well, and, uh, you know, obviously when people get older, there's this whole you know, things used to not be this way and right, that used right. to not be there and that was different and I get that. But I don't think we're understanding the profound shift that is occurring. Uh, many of your listeners, think about in your home, if you have kids at home, uh, how everyone's on different technology. At the same uh, time, doing something TV. different. Right, yeah. And it's not about the technology. It's the fact that we're not able to have a shared experience. Uh, you find this with men who aren't very emotionally connected. I, I've done funerals as a pastor and People say, well, my dad was not very good at telling me, you know, he loved me, but we would go uh, play catch together or we'd go fishing together, right? It's a shared experience. We even have it now where when you used to not know how to do something, you had to ask your elders. Well, now I can just YouTube it. I can find some place where they'll tell me how to do it. So all those shared experiences led to deeper intimacy. It wasn't about playing catch. It wasn't about hunting. It wasn't about fishing. So we have to be intentional in your home. You have to find ways to do stuff together, not force people to do stuff together, but find things that you like and that you can do together. If not, you're going to be living separate lives under the same roof. Yeah. So family game Mm -hmm. night and and no one bring their phone to the table. Right. right? That's pretty basic. Yeah. Well, I, you know, whatever it has to be, there has to be buy-in with everyone. And sadly, some of this becomes the, you know, the crusade of the parent. And I just don't want my kids, you know, doing something they don't see the value in. So there has to be a lot of talk with them about their own connection, because you're going to find this with the youth as well. They don't like the disconnect as well. You know, they're in all these social media settings where if they don't keep posting, they feel like they disappear. They don't have those strong tie relationships where you can just hang out and feel okay, or they have less of those or fewer of those. So for me, that kind of conversation has to, hey, what can we do together? 
And maybe that means they still need to have their phone at some access, but you talk. The goal of this first and foremost is for us to do something together. And if somebody's bringing something else in, then we have the right to say, hey, can you get off your phone here? Because we agreed upon doing this. If there's not agreement, it's probably not going to work very well. But definitely family game night, going on hikes together, even shared movies or things that you might think Mm -hmm. is dumb. But if you can do it with your kids, it's tremendously valuable. Yeah. I appreciated uh, one thing that we did when my kids were growing up that seemed weird at the time. I think it was my husband's idea. So, of course, I thought it was weird at the time. Furby night? It wasn't Furby night. We didn't do that. Um, But we, uh, we did a thing on a nightly basis where... We would say, uh, share something that you saw online with us, with the whole family, mm. and then we would talk about it. Okay. So yeah. it would be, it could be like a stupid cat video, mm-hmm. or it could be, you know, something more substantial. Like I saw this article about, you know, how World War One started, and I didn't realize X or you know something, whatever it was. And what I what I like about that, just looking back on it and how our relationship has evolved since then is that it kind of cultivated a when I see something, I want to share something as opposed to I'm going to do something on my phone and it's just going to be, you know, solitary. Mm -hmm. And so the phone is a reality that we have to live with. But if we can use it in some, I mean, that is the tiniest little thing you could do, but at least to use it in some way that's communal, it seemed to at least keep us talking. You know, it also focuses on bringing something to the group that maybe you think they would value. We tend to interact with each other when we're upset with what what they're doing. Why are you watching that? Why are you doing that? Right, right. And of course, there's, you know, to say that, but then that becomes where we're attacking or correcting. So I even think of this for adults. One of the problems, the strength of our segmented world is we can find people just like us online, but it's also making us more radicalized. It's how cults used to form, right? People had no community, no connection, so they find this community that they embrace. Well, we're, we're doing that more even online. So we're all involved with these extreme political people are these extreme religious people who have some very extreme ideology. The tendency is to want to argue with them about their extremism. I think the first step is let's go do something else. So let's go on a walk. Let's go out for lunch. And, and I think that's a way to get into people who've been radicalized as well. You're struggling with your parents, your grandparents, uh, because the tendency is to now let that extremism, that segmentism, to actually influence the whole relationship. And so that's all we talk about is the area we've been segmented and we're different. So, yes, it works with your kids. Hey, what have you been doing? I want to find interest in that. And I'd hope you'd be interested in my life as well versus the things that we belittle, like how can you be interested in that and why are you doing that? So I think it gives us a way to unite versus just to exaggerate our divides. Right. Mm -hmm. That's so good. That is good. I I, I wish there was more of that, Doug. I wish there was like, you know – this family uh, event that spreads out to the, the communal event. And the only thing that I think of, of course, you know, as we're believers, is church. That does it. Yeah. Which I love. Right. Um, but would it be... Well, what, well I, but when... You're going to have thing... to teach people, though, in Yeah, church, that's though. what exactly. I was going to say. Right, right. So, so, they, people yeah. don't even know how to do that. So we're going to have to do more teaching and talking about how to actually abide together in a group. So starting the neighborhood yard sale or starting the neighborhood, you know, whatever Christmas cookie baking thing or like whatever it is that would promote some sort of atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Atmosphere, right? 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 
Well, you, we unite around crisis, and we see that with the best of humanity, right? A tornado goes through, the town sure. comes together, and everybody helps, right? So we do that, but we have to kind of be intentional, not creating crises, but creating environments where people can find each other at a human level, mm-hmm. whether it's a soup night, come over, and we're going to share soup or something. You, know, right, right. you have to figure out in that context. But I think this is where we need to give our focus not on personally not on the next boycott the next thing we're upset about Mm -hmm. cultural Mm -hmm. wars where we're tearing each other apart and you know crusading our you know doing our crusades i think it's intentionally saying how can i facilitate connection how can i find a way to tell them that i value the best of their life and find a way for them to value the best of my life as well that means creating spaces and that's the strength of a church or the strength of inviting people into your home, safe spaces where people can show their authentic self and you can connect in real ways and then have those discussions mm-hmm. about the deeper things. That's good. How can I facilitate connection? That's really good. That's really key. Yeah. I, I was going to ask you what you're working on, Doug, but uh, apparently you're working on COVID. <laughs> we, uh, I'm trying to write uh, a, a book right now, and I spend most of my time thinking about writing but not writing, so all the writers out there know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the COVID will set you back, and then you can also maybe use it as an excuse. Yeah, uh, for at least next two years, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I think brain fog for two years, exactly. and after that, we'll see what happens. Yeah. To, to minimize that self-loathing that goes with all that. Exactly. Right. Hey, good to talk to love you, Doug. Love you, Doug. Thank Hope you, you feel better soon, huh? Uh, yeah, I, I love you guys as well. And just to let you know, Kathy's usually right with whatever your arguments oh, are. Just Doug, it's so heck. beautiful that you had breaking that up, moment Sorry. of clarity. <laughs> cannot hear you there. Okay, I guess the COVID's got in the way of your thinking, my friend. <laughs> That's right. It's brain amazing fog. how we can how, how, how we can be so acute in this thinking process while being so ill. The heck. Huh? That's long you. distance dis is what that is. <laughs> Maybe you have a, a junior or a senior in high school and you're thinking ahead, okay, let's go and let visit different colleges. You, you've done this, right? This is, this is how this works. I remember going with my son when he was an early senior in high school. We went to Grove City College. We were there maybe an hour, and he turned to me and said, this is my school. And I was like, what do you mean? This is the first place we visit. He said, no, this is where I belong. I feel it. I know this is what I want to do. Hmm. Funny, we had a similar situation in our family, except I wasn't on the trip. It was my husband with our daughter. And uh, she was at the end of her junior year in high school Hmm. and took a trip up to Grove City. And she had already kind of decided she was going to go to Pitt because I went to Pitt. Um, and because she, she kind of grew up in Oakland, she went up there, did the tour, came home and said, that's where I want to go. And I said, wait what a minute, you what, go what, see? What, are you, what are you talking about? It's your first place, yeah, right? Yeah, but that's where she wanted to go and that's where she went. If you've not been to Grove City, you really got to see the place. It's a 180 acre campus, beautiful, really inspiring. Mm-hmm. It'll feel like home. So if your child, junior, senior in mm-hmm. high school, thinking about where to land, Schedule a visit, and I'm telling you, you're going to love what you see. Find out more information online anytime, gcc.edu. That's Grove City College. John's family loved it. I loved it. You might, too. For nearly 100 years, folks have trusted Blue Star medicated ointment to relieve the pain and itching of almost any skin irritation. It works on my son's dry, itching feet and their jock itch. I had this rash on my neck. Nothing worked until Blue Star. Blue Star worked great on my ringworm without steroids. My wife and I have been using Blue Star for years. It's never let us down. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. 
What shall we do with the broke propeller? What shall we do with the broke propeller? Don't look at me, I wasn't driving. Thank you, you're not helping. I don't even know why you bought this boat. You told me that you loved this boat. That was before you wrecked the boat. Well, now you've made it awkward. Accidents don't just happen in sea shanties, so Progressive Boat Insurance has you covered. Take as little as four minutes to see what you can save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates covered subject to policy terms and not available for all boats or in all situations. Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Mainly clear skies expected for tonight with a low of 59. Partly sunny, less humid tomorrow. Tomorrow's high, 82. Partly cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 59. Times of clouds and sunshine expected for Sunday will reach a high Sunday of 87. Monday, watch for severe thunderstorms. It'll be cloudy most of the time, breezy and humid. Damaging winds, flooding, and a tornado possible. The high 82. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Keith Morgan and his daughters rushed into their front yard when they saw that their cat, whose name is cat? Cindy Lou Who, uh-huh. uh, was batting her paws at the ground. And they didn't want her to be eating something that she shouldn't be eating. Mm-hmm. And so they went out and were surprised to find that their cat was pawing at two teeny tiny baby squirrels. Oh. So they put the squirrels that who looked like they fell back in the tree that was close by. And they thought that, you know, all good was deal. good. They certainly wanted to keep them away from their cat. Anyway, um, they went out 40 minutes later. The cats were down there. Or the, uh, excuse me, the uh, squirrels were down there back again. Down. The cat was inside. Um Anyway, so then they thought maybe mom isn't around. They saw a dead squirrel early in the morning. Maybe that was mom. Anyway, they decided the babies were orphans. And so Morgan, his wife, Annie, and their two girls uh, decided to place the squirrels inside a rabbit cage on the porch and care for them until they were old enough to live on their own. Hmm. They named them Chip and Dale, which Which only makes sense, Uh, looked online as to what to feed them. And so they did Pedialyte in a little dropper. Oh. For a super tiny squirrel, and then moved them on to nuts and fruit. Um, Chip, the smaller one, died a couple weeks later, but Dale was really rallying. Um, so after a couple weeks, uh, they decided he was big enough to be led around the porch for a bit, but then he'd always come back to his cage. And then one day he ran up a tree, and so they figured our work is done. Good. This is excellent. This is exactly what we wanted. But Dale would live up in the tree, but would come every day to the porch for treats. So several months after his rescue, the little tiny Dale was eating nuts and grapes out of everyone's hand. He'd scamper down the tree when they called his name, hop up on their shoulder to eat his little snack food. Anyway, finally, after nine months, they decided the little guy needed a house. So their daughter, Riley, is a Whataburger fan. Okay. And, you know, this is a chain that we don't have in Pittsburgh, but you'll see it if you go in the south, especially in Texas. Anyway, so they said, let's build the guy a little Whataburger house. A little house. A little house. So Morgan is a high school teacher, but he likes to do woodworking. And so he took his 14-year-old daughter, Riley, down to the basement to his workshop. And they decided to design this tiny little Whataburger house for the squirrel. Love it. So they painted it just like a Whataburger in orange and white, they put his, Dale's name on the front in case there was any doubt whose place it was. And then they put the Whataburger sign up and then uh, the burger was placed in his favorite tree. So neighbors started learning about this and thinking it was really cute. Friends and relatives would come by. Um, they would 
feed him pecans. It was like it turned into a, a big, huge thing. Um, but then Dale saw a Whataburger fanatics page on Facebook one day when he was scrolling. And so he said, we're not a big social media family, but I thought I would put something up. Wait, anyway, Dale, Dale the- Dale's the dad. Okay. So he put a little picture of the Whataburger squirrel house up and people started going crazy over it. They were saying funny things like, now the squirrel has a place to store his nuts," or, you know, things like um, new menu nuts and pecans, mm. you know, all sorts of little things that they, you know, pe- it was sweet. It was like a communal thing. Like we were just talking to Doug Bersham. Yeah. Anyway, then people started asking Dale if he could build them a squirrel shack. And he thought about it and then said, wait a minute, this is crazy. I'm like, I'm not getting into like squirrel huts for a living. Um, Anyway, so uh, but they loved seeing that people were having fun with it. His daughter, who already had the cat, Cindy Lou Who, they already had four short haired rabbits and one long hair rabbit. Anyway, they were thrilled to dote on the squirrel climbs up in your arm. Anyway, earlier this year, Dale started coming by less frequently. And now several months have passed without a sighting. But the family is not worried. They said we were all surprised he hung around as long as he did. And we're thinking now. Maybe he found a nice young lady. Yeah. Maybe he did. And they have a nice little squirrel family. So the Whataburger little uh, house is still there in the house. Should he want to come home again and see his former digs? They said sometimes they miss him, but they feel pretty good about the fact that he's moved on and they've provided him with all the health and happiness he needed to get out on his own. Very kind. People want to domesticate something like that. That's from the Washington Post. And that's a great animal story. What is the difference between a squirrel hut and a birdhouse? Because you would think birds would take up refuge. Yeah, because squirrels are always trying to take over the birdhouse. Yeah, right, right, right. So would birds try to get at the water bird so. thing? Yeah, yeah. Would squirrels so, eat? Would birds eat pecans? I don't know. I don't know either. Mm, I don't know. They eat birds. Eat. Right. I, oh, I think we should keep them segregated. Yeah. I think it's just better so the, for everybody. The, the squirrel hut was in the tree. The squirrel hut was in the tree. Well, birds are going to get in there eventually. Yeah, and but that's a good story, don't you think? Very it nice kind of makes yeah. you feel like, yeah, okay, we Very did something nice. as a family mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. benefited the globe. Mm-hmm. And the neighbors and friends and relatives were all curious about yeah. it. Yeah. Cute little Whataburger right. thing. I think I'm going to go on the Facebook page and just kind of look and see if I can see a picture of it. Is there a Facebook page? 101.5 WORD. A songbook for the human heart is how Dr. J. Vernon McGee describes the book of Psalms. Hop aboard the Bible bus as we set off for the Psalms this week on Through the Bible. We're going to learn that life is hard, but God is good. And the person that walks by faith in God walks between these two realities every day of their life. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. On MyPillow's 20th year anniversary, with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. You'll receive a queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price is $69.98, and just $10 more for a king-size. In addition to this special anniversary, Anniversary offer on the My Pillows. You also receive deep discounts on all My Pillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, My Slippers, and so much more. Go to mypillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to receive Mike's amazing offer on the queen size My Pillow for nineteen ninety eight. Or call 
800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. This offer comes with a 10-year warranty, so you know it's going to last, and a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want, but need. Go to MyPillow.com, call 800-391-0954, use promo code WORD. That's MyPillow.com, promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. If you've been praying for healing, this may be your moment. Billy Burke of Billy Burke World Outreach returns to Pittsburgh August 13th and 14th. Get ready for a transformative spiritual experience like none other and witness an evening of healing and divine encounters with renowned evangelist Billy Burke at the Doubletree by Hilton and Cranberry, 7 p.m. Sunday, August 13th, 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. Monday, August 14th. Come expecting a miracle. Details at BillyBurke.org. As a local business owner, you get called every week by marketing companies. We get it. We have hundreds of satisfied customers. Here's what a satisfied client recently said. Open enrollment is going great. We're hitting record numbers. Thank you so much for this report. It really is amazing to see how the marketing is really shaping our enrollment around the city. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. surroundpittsburgh.com. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Well, I, I would say locally, people were talking about Tree of Life. Yeah, for sure. Which was a blessing. Nationally, people were talking about President Trump and January 6th indictment. Because and it just, yeah. That, yeah. that man has more indictments. There's a lot going on there. There's a lot going on. But to me, those were the and two nationally, stories. people are talking about Tree of Life, too. Because it's the so. worst. It's the worst uh, instance of anti-Semitic violence. In the country. Right. And so I think there were, I think there were a considerable number of people outside the area. Yep, I who agree. would put it at the top as well. What was a conversation that made you think? Well, uh, I would say, again, I'd go back to Wednesday, 4.15, Bruce Ankowiak yep. joined us. Yep. Uh, Bruce said... Pain can sometimes plant the flag of truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, if you followed that trial at all, you knew there was a lot of pain was, that was on public display. It was heartbreaking from day one. It sure was. Until last day, beginning to end. So kudos to everyone who was connected to that trial and the the incredible work that they did. Yeah, we, talked, we talked a lot about the jurors yep. when Bruce was with us on, on Wednesday, but... I think we should also talk about the judge. Yep. Uh, Robert Colville must have gone through a lot. Oh, my gosh. I must hope all those people are on vacation. Lot. Yeah. Right? I and, hope they all have a therapist. And the defense team and the prosecution team. Uh, brutal hard work for yeah. everyone. Yeah, for sure. Yep. For sure. I also want to bring up uh, Monday's show, 510. Ralph Crew was with me for an hour. Hey, I was thinking about yeah, Ralph. Yeah, and that was just an interesting thing. We talked – it was your last time – your last day of vacation. Yeah. We talked about um, – Several engineering things. You know, he's the head writer for Practical Engineering, which yeah. is a YouTube channel. And we talked about uh, stuff that we don't normally talk about on the show, like 
why are people worried about water when we have oceans on both sides of our country? And he talked about how difficult it is to turn seawater into mm. drinking water. Um, why is it or how was it that we were able to rebuild the Fern Hollow Bridge that fast? Mm, that's cool. And is it weird that we were able to rebuild the bridge before the NTSB report is out? Wow. So we don't even know why yeah. the last one failed, but we've already built another one. Good. Thank goodness. Uh, we talked about that, and uh, we talked about bridges in general, uh, which was very interesting. Anyway, it was just a really cool thing. Like, why are things – oh, we also talked about construction cranes oh, because they're all they're over everywhere. Oakland and all over downtown right now. Right. And I asked him, how, like, how, do, they, how do you raise those things? They, they're very fragile. Right. It it's, feels it's, as they fall a lot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was – Ralph Crew, Very yeah. interesting. And the basis for common art. Yeah. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does it all. What are you reading? Well, the aforementioned three sentences. The three sentences you yeah. read on vacation. Uh, there's a book I, I, I can't say I love. Uh, I'm reading it. Red Tails in Love. It's a, a wildlife drama involving red-tailed hawks in Central Park. Oh. And this community, you know, there's a community of bird watchers in Central Park. Sometimes walking through the park, you would see like 10 or 15 people all clustered together. At first I thought, is that a cult? But they're bird watchers. There you are in the middle of this, you know, gigantic urban center, and people are still engaged with nature. Yeah. So I look forward to Red Tails in Love. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm still reading Portrait of an Unknown Woman by Daniel Silva, mm-hmm. uh, and it's about white-collar crime. Uh, or art forgery, mm. which is interesting. I'm also uh, making my way through Deuteronomy. Very nice. Which I think is my favorite Old Testament book. Is it? I think so. Why is that? Well, I'll, I'll let you know when I'm done. Okay, all right. Okay. What did you eat? We had this week uh, early on um, ravioli with pesto and a small salad. Man, is that good. You put like, you know. Pesto is addictive. Oh, isn't it? Th- you start eating it, and you, then you just can't stop eating it. While we were eating it, we went and looked at. You know, I was thinking. I said, well, "Do you think Jesus ate pesto?" Oh, you know, like the Mediterranean diet. Yeah, right, that came out. right. Well, we, we we delved into it. Pesto really did not make a mark until the 19th century. Oh, so the answer is no. Yeah. Okay. But the, the, so then we went into this whole other thing. Well, the Romans ate this, which included pesto. Mm-hmm. It wasn't pesto, but it was close to pesto. But pesto and ravioli? So good. Delish. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I ended up back at Butter Joint um, oh, oh, on, North, oh. on North Craig. You said that about that chicken and sandwich. And listen, I always get the burger there. Yeah. But I went and I said to mm-hmm. the waitress, mm-hmm. I need help because I always get the same darn thing here. Yeah. And she said, you should branch out. You should live your life yeah. and try the chicken sandwich. And, and I said, okay. And it is really? the best chicken sandwich. Really? I, I'm telling you, it's com- it's a complete all-star chicken sandwich. No yes, so check it out at Butter Drink. Nice. What did you watch? Well, I fell into a bit of a hole this week. And, and I'll tell you, the death of Pee Wee Herman oddly impacted me. Did it? Well, I grew up with Pee Wee. Okay. And the reason I grew up with Pee Wee was because living in New York City in the early 80s, and of course later on, I was an avid first viewer of David Letterman's Late Night Show on NBC. Mm. So I went back on on YouTube, and somebody compiled all the Pee Wee Herman, David Letterman appearances. And in 1982, especially, through 83, and then later on, but especially in 82 and 83, Pee Wee Herman appeared on David Letterman every two months. You saw really? the You saw the rise of Pee Wee Herman. And David Letterman's first 
complete cluelessness and disdain for Pee Wee Herman. Like, just really. But somehow, the people who were producing the show, in connection with Pee Wee Herman's film career, pushed him out there center stage. He dominated. Every two months, Pee Wee shows up. Towards the end, I mean, David Letterman just was in love with Pee Wee Herman. Say what you will about Pee Wee Herman, and there's a lot to be said. I thought he was fascinating. Huh. I fell into the hole on YouTube. Yeah, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm watching Bosch again. Again? This is the third time I've oh watched Bosch. Gosh. I watched it the first time alone. Then I watched it with my husband. Now I'm watching it with my daughter. Where is it? It is so good. It's on Amazon. Okay. And it stars Titus Welliver. Yeah. And he is... He's I, fabulous. I read... I, Started reading Harry Bosch books by Michael Connolly 20 years ago, probably. Yeah. And when I heard they were doing a show, I thought this is going to be a disaster. And it's he is the perfect Harry Bosch. Mm-hmm. I cannot get over how perfect he is. So if you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. Wait. It's seven seasons of gritty police drama. And Titus Welliver is just peerless. Do you see him anywhere else? I see him. He's done a ton of TV. He's always the bad guy. Oh, is he? He's always, always, always a bad guy. Not in Bosch, though. That's good. What hacked you off? Had a great vacation. Driving home from vacation, I was rear-ended. For the second time in two years, a distracted driver, as I was sitting, just sitting in traffic, rammed me at full speed. So it looks like that second car will now be a totaled car. So you will have had two cars totaled in, two in the exact same manner. Mm-hmm. In two years. And the because first one isn't settled yet? No. Because no people aren't paying attention. People are on their phones. I look in my rearview mirror. I'm sitting at, on 95. I look in my rearview mirror. Outside of mirror, D.C.? Yep. And I see this guy coming on me, coming on me. And I'm like, I had to look away because I knew we were going to be crushed. And sure enough, we were. That hacks me. I'm up. so glad you weren't hurt. Me too. Yeah. Oh, my. That's that's truly a terrible the story. Worst. Uh, what hacks me off is there's weed everywhere. Oh. It's everywhere. How, what do you mean? Where, where are you seeing it? Uh, I got off the elevator today. No. In this building. No. And Lexi, am I lying? Really? You are not lying. I get off the elevator and I'm like, what is Holy happening? Holy smokes. So I am so sick of that smell. It's medicinal. It, it's not. It's medicinal. I'm sure it is. No, it's not that it's not. No, I'm it's sure not. it is medicinal. It's not. But the recreational thing, mm-hmm. we have lost our yeah. ever-loving minds. Coming it's soon. ever I've had it, you guys. I'm done with it. What was the best news you heard this week? Talk to my kid, my youngest. He graduates not uh, this Friday, but next Friday he graduates at Happy Valley from Penn State oh, University. Oh, that is so exciting. Super excited by that. That is, congratulations, nice. Quinn. Quinny, that good job. That is super, super mm-hmm. exciting. If you're hiring, he's looking for a job. Okay. <laughs> Best news I heard this week, uh, my uh, my daughter, who has lived for two years in a terrible apartment, yeah. a total dive, everything bad about an apartment she's lived with, she's moving to a new place. Excellent. First apartments should be pretty much yeah, terrible. Well, it's up from there. Exactly. Very nice. What have you been listening to? Okay, so we were, you know, driving all the way to the beach, and we had a lot of time to listen. Yeah, I'm listening to this throwback. Check this out.
love this. Who is this? I don't know this song. It's Laura Nero. Is it new? No. No, it's old, right? It's okay. way back. Right, right. Like 72. Lauren Nero. Laura Nero. Laura Nero. I'll send you this album. I want to, s- I, I need this album. You'll love this album. I love it. Yeah. What year are we talking? It's 72, maybe. Oh my gosh, 71. that's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. All right, I was listening to this. This is, I think, the best current rock band. Oh, who's this? I mean, this is Rival Sons, and they are coming to Pittsburgh in September. I already have my tickets. Nice. But if you're looking, if you're a classic rock fan or if you're a rock fan, and you say, is there a really good rock band? This is the band you need to find. Rival Sons. Yeah, so play the rest. I like it. Very nice. about life insurance is never easy but after we watched a close friend lose her husband with no insurance we decided that wasn't going to happen to our family yeah but shopping for life insurance can be almost as difficult as talking about it but then we heard about ethos life insurance they're a new kind of life insurance built for people on a busy schedule who don't have time for unnecessary doctor's visits fine print or hidden fees you know who want to keep it simple I couldn't believe how easy it was. We answered a few basic questions, and within minutes, we had an estimate of what it would cost and what sort of policy made sense for us. I never imagined life insurance could be so affordable. And accessible. The peace of mind knowing that our future is secure, it just removes a lot of the fear around getting older. and Yeah, the unexpected. I'm glad we talked about it. I'm glad we went with ethoslife.com. Go to GetEthos.com now for your free estimate. That's GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com. Let's be real. Retirement is expensive, and inflation is making it even harder with the cost of everything going up from pet food to a dozen eggs. Wouldn't it be great if the cost of your health care could go down? Well, MediShare 65 Plus is $99 a month for ages 65 to 74. And for many with Medicare Parts A and B, looking at other options, that's 50% or more saved per month. No gimmicks. It's $99 a month, and you can use any Medicare-approved doctor or facility, and you get 24-7 access to telehealth from the convenience of your home. Better yet, MediShare is a Christian nonprofit organization. It's a community that will pray for you and encourage you. And since we've cut out the middleman, you get to keep the savings. Call now. You can learn more about MediShare 65 Plus. Here's the number. 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. Junction Center Productions presents Colton Dixon and Jordan Feliz. Love and Light Tour. November 19th, Greensburg, Pennsylvania at Word of Life Church. Colton Dixon and Jordan Feliz, Love and Light Tour, sponsored by Compassion International. One night, two artists, all your favorite songs. Get your tickets at JunctionCenterProductions.com. 
Reports of new state requirements for PA public school teachers have many parents concerned about racial equity learning resources in the classroom to gender and identity politics. Now may be a great time to try Christian education, a faith-focused education that believes in transparency, parents, and that values every student. Get half off a year's tuition beginning this fall at a participating school near you, like Pittsburgh Urban Christian School in Wilkinsburg. Learn more at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Pittsburgh Christian Schools, education that believes in you. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton is uh, giving books once again to kids uh, five years and under here in the city. Uh, Pittsburgh Partnership with the Dolly Parton Imagination Library began in 2019 with a grant that provided approximately $250,000 in libraries here in the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, Then the program went away, and the program is back, though, now supported directly by partnerships with organizations as the Bentner Foundation, which supported the first uh, iteration of the Imagination Library hmm. and Reading Ready Pittsburgh. So there's a there's a, a photograph of City Council person Bobby Wilson who announces the relaunch, and he's sitting next to a cardboard cutout of, of Dolly Parton with big hair. Yeah, which is silly. So Dolly is so cool, isn't, isn't she? She's like she, a cop. I was thinking, you know, she was like a little bit of a laughing stock for oh, many years. She was. But she has become from laughing stock to beloved. Now she was always a great singer. Oh my gosh! She was always a great singer. Do you know that she but, wrote Jolene? Yes. And I will always love you yes. in the same night. Can you believe that? No. I mean, we were talking about Jolene on vacation. Uh, on vacation, isn't that a great song? I love that. I and love my that friend song said, so much. I hate that song. <gasps> yeah. Yes, yeah, it makes oh, no, me feel better. That's oh, a great song, and her voice is incredible. Plus, oh. that guitar, that rhythm guitar thing, is so cool. Oh. So kudos to Dolly Parton. She's uh, helping the City of Pittsburgh Library. Hey, we'll say thank you. Okay. And... Very nice. Love you, Dolly. Um, things to do this weekend. Pulp Fest. Pulp Fest is at the uh, Double Tree. Pulp Fest is a um, mystery, sci-fi, and pop culture collide. A one-stop shop for experiencing those throwaway magazines. Fiction periodicals named for cheap paper on which they were printed. They continue to inspire in, uh, artists and creators. So this year features a uh, 100th anniversary of Weird Tales. Did you ever read that when you were a kid? No. Oh, that was part of our reading. Um, a bunch of people are going to get together and involve, engage in okay. weird stuff. Um, engage in weird well, stuff. Well, you know, that's how it is. It's Pulp Fest. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Growers and Flowers at Pittsburgh Botanic Garden. Uh, that's going on right now. It's about six to nine this evening. Uh, hops and horticulture on the menu for this enchanted evening. Skip the crowded bars and enjoy happy hour at one of Pittsburgh's tranquil green spaces. Um, okay, fine with that. Quantum Theater's Hamlet premieres oh, this evening really? at the Carey Blast Furnace. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ever seen anything of the Carey Blast Furnace? It's very cool. I never it's have. Outside. I never Super have. Cool. But I saw Hamlet uh, right before COVID uh, at the public. Oh, right, of course. Yeah. Wait, really were you in... talking about Hamlet yesterday? Yeah, I was oh, talking. Yes, yeah, right. because yeah. what's his name uh, is doing it at age eighty-four. Yeah, um, I can't think of his name. Who played yeah, yeah, yeah. Gandalf? Think, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that guy. Yeah, that'll come mm-hmm. to my mind. Lawrenceville Art Crawl uh, tomorrow from one to nine. Seventy-five performers, two hundred artists, forty-five stops, and uh, check that out. Uh, along with Venture Outdoors, and uh, what else? Trash Bash. 
at the mattress factory. Mm-hmm. There's all kind of weird stuff going on, isn't there? Ian McKellen's who I was trying Ian to think Ian McKellen, thank you so much. All right, well, whatever you're doing, enjoy hope you it. enjoy the weekend. And, Absolutely. Uh, it's not too taxing on you. Mm-hmm. Hope you get to church on Sunday as well. Yeah, right? don't miss it. No, please. Wake up and get in there. Yeah. That's community. You deserve to be known. Yep. Praising and loving Jesus. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday, God willing. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.